Okay, too long. Too okay, long. all right. <laughs> and hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sorry We're Open. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. And, and we are here on this fine, fine morning recording episode four. <laughs> Super stoked to be here. Neither of us are hungover. Nope. nope. Not at all. I am <laughs> feeling good, feeling great. As Liv would say, hashtag Thrivation. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely that. So, so, Jessica, please, what is your life update? My life update is about my residents. So, this week I made them participate. So, I guess, oh, I guess it's a two pronged life update. So, I got selected to be one of the student speakers at the TEDx conference where I go to school. Yes, bitch, yes. And <laughs> I want to do this activity during um, my talk potentially so i tried it out on my residence thank you for letting me um use you guys as a tester for the activity <laughs> and um i love 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 my residents and they all participated in the activity that's a little more serious and it's about being open because my talk is going to be a little bit about our podcast and it was really awesome to see them like get to know someone new and have a real conversation and it made me really happy um so that's my life update that's so wholesome why i feel like your life updates are always really wholesome and mine are always like ratchet as fuck two types of girls <laughs> um my life update is that i went to a haunted house this past weekend oh and i got scared shitless um but it was it's weird like you're paying for emotions i don't one of my <laughs> friends said that and i was like holy fuck like that was so deep like you're paying for emotions but we went through like the blood tour i guess i don't know but we got it was scary like people were touching us squirting like fake blood on us so now i have fake blood on my sneakers which is really cute um not these ones that i'm wearing but Wait, i thought they're not allowed to touch you no they, like this one it's like you will be touched and it's like yes we could touch you no you can't touch us and then like if you do anything to like the actors like if you like like hit them spit on them like kick them whatever like they will call the cops like no matter what it is oh man yeah no it's pretty intense so but it was a good time it was so much fun um yeah i love being scared shitless that was a great time honestly <laughs> so we're about to head off on our fall break i don't know if anybody else's school has a fall break but we're about to head home we're both very excited for that yeah i need hashtag need it I don't know. I've been recently hashtagging a lot of things. I have to stop. Okay, continue. We just got to that point in the semester where everything feels harder. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. <laughs> and if one more person asks me what I'm doing after graduation, I'm going to die. Hashtag senior props. Which leads so nicely <laughs> into our next segment. Oh, Go ahead, Lindsay. We didn't even plan that. Um, What's the name of the next segment? Keg stands. All right. I've been singing a lot of things also. I'm in a weird mood. We're going to move right on past this. Go ahead, Jessica. So, this week's um, episode segment of Keg Stands <laughs> is hashtag senior problems. Which we think are pretty relevant as we are both seniors. And I would say the majority of our friends are also seniors. But we feel like a lot of these can also be applicable to other ages of college. But they're really particular when you get old. Right. Because we're old. For example, um, I live off campus now, so I'm not on any meal plans. No, no, she's not on a meal plan. Um, so that means I have to, like, cook for myself. 
she can't cook at all. I like I fucked up pre-made pasta the other day. Like, like the pasta that you literally like just need to like put in water and like cook for seven minutes and then it's like done. I mean, I feel like that's like normal pasta, but it was like fettuccine like Alfredo pasta, and I just I <laughs> fucked up. It was like I was eating cardboard, and I was like. I don't know what to do. And my friends were like, put olive oil, put cheese on it, like do something. Like you're straight up eating fucking cardboard. And I was like, ah. So pasta, which is a very simple thing, Lindsay can't do. Right, correct. What is your go-to meal, Lindsay, since you can't cook? Um, cereal. Cereal, people. <laughs> cereal. Lindsay is living off campus on cereal. <laughs> um, I'm, I feel pretty sustained. I feel like it gives me enough sustenance. Can you cook an egg? I can cook an egg, and I and I have so like it just it requires like a lot of effort, which is which is like I, because you know when you're hungry you just like want to fucking eat you don't want, you don't want to like have to like wait for your food, so I, like I love when like my friends cook, and then there's always like leftovers and I'm like yes feed me, but like I can cook like an omelet actually I can't really flip it so it's just like a scrambled thing with like <laughs> peppers and onions and tomatoes and it was and cheese and it was really good but it just like wasn't an omelet form. Okay, so number one senior problem is having to cook for yourself. Having to cook for yourself and being a lazy piece of shit that doesn't even want to attempt to cook for myself. All right, so then the next one has to do with academics, Lens. Oh. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so I would like to point out that I did start the semester with 15 credits, but then I dropped a four-credit course um, because it was hard. And I didn't need to take it. Like, I don't need to take it. So currently... If you could do that quick maths, um, I'm taking 11 credits. <laughs> 11 credits. <laughs> so I'm not even currently a full-time student, um, which has honestly been really nice because I've just been like sitting around and drinking. And and wait, I'd like to point out that four credits of Lindsay's 11 credits is a hip-hop dance No, class. it's only two credits. Don't be spreading fake news. I'm taking nine credits of real courses. And so basically, Lindsay's taking nine credits. Nine. Well, I have to write papers for this hip-hop dance class, so it's, like, there's some work involved. And she has to shake her hips, which is a whole other issue. <laughs> um, and if you know me, you know that I cannot dance. No rhythm, zero. None. I'm, like, pretty coordinated, I think, in other aspects of my life, just not dancing. And on the opposite side of Lindsay's I'm taking nine credits senior problem. Eleven. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I, Jess, am taking cla two classes, which is really, really low, but I'm taking four credits of research and writing a thesis. So, unlike Lindsay, I still live in the library. <laughs> Senior prop. Sorry, hate to hear it. Um, I always feel bad when people are like, oh, like I have so much work to do, or oh, I'm taking 18, 19 credits, and I'm like, oh, I can't relate. <laughs> I guess because, like, people had a really easy senior year of high school, and I took, like, five APs, so I'm like, oh, I can't relate. So I feel like I deserve this. Yes, sure. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> the next one. The G word. Yeah, canceled. We're not even saying I don't it. even think we're going to talk about it. If you know what the G word is, you're definitely a senior. <laughs> Hashtag senior problem. <laughs> it happens in May. Context clues for those who need to figure it out. You have to wear a ridiculous outfit. <laughs> um kind of on a similar vein, having to take senior portraits. Jess, what did you do when they put the cap and gown on you? When the man's put the cap on me, <laughs> I literally shed a tear. He was like, he was like, are you good? And I was like, 
me. Don't, don't make me do this. But, you know, apparently, according to the guy, they're cute, which means they're probably not cute. But we'll see. He was nice. I feel like he wouldn't lie to you. He might. He, so that's a senior problem. Okay, that is definitely a senior problem. Um, I think the next senior problem has to do with bars. You know what's really a senior problem? Never having cash. Ever. I feel like that is one of those things that also is like a college student problem. And I think even like an upcoming like like younger millennial, older Gen Z problem is just like never having fucking cash. Never. If they don't take a card, I don't know what to do. I'm like, hmm? And there are even some places now that are like card only and won't even accept cash. No, in New York City, I went, there's an, like, I went to so many places that were card only and I was like, the world we live in but this really is difficult because one of the bars here occasionally has a cover and so when they're like and they're a cash only bar so when they're like there's a cover i'm like do you take venmo (laughs) please (laughs) can i venmo you and then like another thing is is like you want to like drink here but then i don't want to like pay the five dollar fucking atm fee like that's a whole ass beer like i'm not gonna pay an atm fee being a senior means you're cost effective. You yes. n- you know <laughs> how to beat the system. Yes. Um, one of the other things that I think is like a senior problem is little motivation to like go to class in any weather. Um, so like when it's nice out, you're like, oh, I don't like, I don't want to go to class. Like it's so nice out. I like just want to like sit outside on my porch and like people watch and drink a coffee, drink a beer, whatever. But then when it's like raining or snowing, you're like. I can't walk the five minutes to class right now. I don't want to get wet or I don't want to be cold. Um, so when do, what, what you don't. do you go to class? <laughs> you <in>? don't. <laughs> okay, so Lindsay doesn't go to class. No, I do go to class. I have sad credit. I was going to say, I'm in fucking four classes. I go to class. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, All right, the next one is really applicable. So because we're seniors, we never go to the parties. <laughs> um, and therefore, when we do, everybody thinks we're a freshman. <laughs> I... Uh, there's a thing that girls do here because um, we have recruitment, formal recruitment in the spring. For Greek life. For Greek life to join a, a sorority. And one of the things that girls do here is like they'll meet other girls at parties like, oh my God, like what's up? And they'll try to like get to know them so that like become friends, become friends so that they can like join their to see if like they like each other, basically. And I was at a party. I don't know how I ended up here, to be quite honest with you, but I ended up at this party, and one of, like, these sophomore girls straight up asked me and my friend if, like, we were freshmen, and I was like, (laughs) I straight up fucking laughed in her face. I was like, (laughs) I wasn't even like, I'm a senior. I just, like, laughed in her face and walked away. (laughs) Yes, this happens, like, really often. It makes me feel super old. Yeah. Okay, one last one, Lindsay. You picked the last senior problem. Okay. Oh, I think this is very applicable to us right now. Um, at 21, 22 years old, your body cannot drink and cannot recover like you did as when you were 18 years old. Like, 18 years old, I could have been pounding, like, the sugariest drinks, like, Mike's hard, and, like, wake up fine. <laughs> and, and now I can't even have, like, three rum and cokes without wanting to die the next morning. It's terrible. I don't know where my upbeat attitude post going out has gone. (laughs) I don't know what happened to her. I'd like to find her. If you see her, bring her back. Because, wow. 
it is truly a marathon to go out when you're old. Yeah, like, I, and I also used to stay up to like 3 a.m. Like, I used to go back to like frat houses and like, wh- like they used to like throw shit in the fryer and make like special sauce, sauce. And oh God. <laughs> but it was so good. But it was like, I was up until 3 a.m. and now I can't even be up past like one in the morning. I'm like, it's my bedtime. I must depart. I'm like a straight up grandma. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's really difficult, it's, honestly. It's really hard. Don't become a senior. Yeah, so if, you know, these are some senior problems, but I think some of them are pretty applicable to college in general. Um, but if you have other senior problems or college problems in general, you should hit us up and tell them what, tell us what they are. Maybe we'll have a part two. Or we'll just have a college problems. That would be a good segment. Oh, yes. All right, so let's move on. Let's. So... This next topic is about just long distance in general, like being friends, like just maintaining relationships with people when you're... You didn't introduce the segment name. Shit. This segment is called Shooting the Shit. Thank you. Okay. And this week's topic is on long distance relationships. And that can be... Friendships. Or relationships. Or partners. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Siblings. Siblings. Parents. The whole shebang. Anyone who doesn't currently live in the same place you do. Right. And I think, obviously, it's very applicable to college as you go away and normally. If you're lucky, you, you know, some people, like, go with their best friends. Like, my brother, um, he went to college with three of his, like, best friends. Oh, wow. And it's really wholesome. They're all living in, like, a quad together. Um, and he's having a great time. And at first, I was nervous about it. I was like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, make other friends? Um, but he is. He's <laughs> making other friends and he's, like, doing his own thing. And, like, that's really awesome. So, like, you know, he has his best friends with him. And I'm like, that's cute. But not all of us are as fortunate. Um, and I think it's really hard when you get to college. Like, at least for me, I have the most amazing, amazing high school friends in the whole world. Shout out to Bolts. I love you all. Um, and they really, like, leaving them was so hard for me. And I thought, like, it was going to be really difficult to maintain a close friendship and sometimes it is um but we like i think it was almost important to like go out and make new friends and start a life here and know that i always have them to go back to absolutely because i think you've made some cough cough pretty good friends here cough cough Lindsay is talking about herself <laughs> no what <laughs> But I think as a college freshman, when you get here, it is so, can be so difficult. I was kind of lucky. Two of my best, I have two best friends from middle school, and we have not gone to the same school since the eighth grade. So we have like practiced being long distance friends since we were like twelve. Aw, oh wait, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, we're really used to going weeks at a time without seeing each other in person. So for my transition with them to college was kind of easy but I feel like for the rest of my friends it was more difficult yeah I think for me it was pretty hard because I went to middle school and high school in the same place so like my middle school friends like were my high school friends and obviously I made more friends in high school and more people came but from sixth grade through 12th grade I was always in the same place with like my best friends um so then coming to college and coming to college with like no one and everybody else is like really far um I think my closest friend is in Scranton which is still pretty far and you know being a freshman sophomore like I didn't have my car on campus like couldn't visit her 
um, she couldn't visit me. So like I re- like I really had to work on my relationships. And luckily, I have some really amazing home friends. And you know, when we talk, it's like no time has passed. Um, so we don't we don't even really need to talk all the time. Um, but I think it takes a lot to get to that point in a relationship. Absolutely. Like I don't think a friend I like just met you would survive long distance. I think that like it takes a lot of work to be in a long distance relationship because like a friendship in this case because you have to work to get to that point and then you have to like work to maintain contact. Right. And it's a lot of effort like doing that and I don't know. I think FaceTime is my best friend honestly. Yeah. Like, it's so nice to have something where I can, like, just call and see someone's face because it feels like I'm with them even if I'm not. Right. And, like, it's crazy. Like, that reminds me of one of our friends. Um, Her parents met in college, but then they were long distance for a while. And it's like, how did you do long distance, like, back when there was, like, no FaceTime and, like, no cell phones? And it's... Like, you know, you, you went days without, like, talking to your significant other, and you're like, do they still like me? I guess we're still dating. Well, that'd be interesting <laughs> to think about, like, whether or not relationships like that were actually stronger than long-distance relationships are now because our our heavy reliance on things like social media, like, we, we need the Con- constant attention. Constant reassurance, um, instant gratification, um that could be a whole segment in and of itself. The instant gratification that like our generation feels like microwaves and like, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think like, I think that long distance relationships then might have been stronger than they are now. That's interesting because I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's always, at least for me, I always like need to have like this attention and like be with this person and like, not being with them is really difficult because, like, you had previously spent every waking hour together. Um, and then having to, like, leave that person and, like, not see them all the time, even with FaceTime, is really hard. And then, not that you want to, like, give up. Obviously, you work on it, but it's like, fuck, like, I don't need to be sad all the time because I'm not seeing this person. So, like, why? Why keep going, I guess? I don't know. And I think it's difficult, especially when, like, I've seen a lot of people in long-distance relationships, and it's really, it can be really, really tough to balance, like, wanting to live the life you're living and spending time with this person, because spending time with this person means you're attached to your phone. Right. Right. And then I think that even, this is kind of off-topic, but I think that even goes back to, like, or it runs in a similar vein of just, like, like, having a significant other in college and, like, having to figure out, like, where you spend your time, which is really interesting because, like, it's hard to, like, split your time evenly and then your friend's like, oh, I never see you or, oh, I never go out. And, like, I know, like, that was the case for me. I actually asked Lindsay that I told her I needed more um, custody. <laughs> <laughs> she did tell me this. Um, but do you think, so then do you think potentially, like, I totally don't, like, I think that relationships are a part of college, whether long distance or in person, but do you think they potentially hinder your growth period in college? That's so interesting. I don't think they inherently hinder your relationships. I think if you don't go about it the right way and you don't um, kind of 
take a look at yourself and constantly reevaluate yourself and your friendships and your relationships. I think it can have the ability to hinder um, that growth period. But I think given like the right person, um, I could I think they can definitely help you grow. But that's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure for that person. And I don't think you should put said pressure on that person. But I think because you spend a lot of time with that person, they become part of your formative growth phases in college, which I don't think is like a bad thing. I think they like kind of help shape you um, into the person that you eventually become, whether good or bad. And whether that is like a significant amount or just like a little bit. Um, but I don't think they inherently like hinder and I think they can help grow, but I think, I think it can have the potential to hinder your, your ability to like make relationships with other people, you know, like other than just that person that you're with. Yeah. And I think that's when I think about the long distance thing that I definitely think it's like it impacts your ability to like make closer friends like you obviously are still going to be able to make friends but when you're like taking all of this time and like granted I've never been in a long distance relationship so I'm really talking based on others experiences and how I hypothetically think about it um but I've seen a lot of people in long distance relationships that I feel like were negatively impacted a little bit from them right but I do think that's like circumstantial very true very true no I I totally seen long distance relationships work out and be really successful yeah like my one of my best friends, like he's been in a relation, a long distance relationship since we came to school freshman year. So that's like four years and like, but then my question goes, if you stay together with someone all four years of college, long distance, you will like you have gotta to get married. I was gonna say, I think you have to marry them. Is that a lot of pressure? That's yes, so much that's pressure. So much think, pressure. Think about what that means that you have spent four years staying in a relationship with a person because you love them because you care about them and sometimes even longer than that because if you dated before high school yeah and what are the odds they end up in the same city after graduation okay for them too honestly pretty high because they were both in the city this summer they were in new york city this summer so but But for everyone that's not the case right like we always so my one of my best friends was in a long distance relationship and we always said like okay if you stay together four years then what if you're not in the same city after graduation? Right. And, and what if your jobs take you to different places? How long are you willing to be long distance? Right. Like, is it worth it? Right. And and that's a big thing, especially for me. It's like long distance is fine if there's like an end in sight. Like, okay, long distance for the summer and then you go back to school. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes, you know, one of you goes back to school and the other one goes to the workforce or like, or you both go into the workforce and you're in different cities and then it's a perpetual long distance relationship like without an end in sight which I think is the hardest part I think when you have an end date you're like okay I could do this okay only like 10 more weeks only nine more weeks eight more weeks etc 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 but when you don't know when that long distance is going to end it that kind of sucks because like you know you're if you're if you both have jobs like after graduation like you're going to spend at least a year or two there. And it's like, do you really want to be long distance for like two years? I don't know. And does being long distance in situations like starting a new job hinder your ability to, you know, fully embrace this new opportunity? Right. Because then either like, A, you're attached to your phone or like you want to go home, like 
call your boyfriend, call your girlfriend, and you know, maybe you'll be less likely to go to like work happy hours. Or if you do go to work happy hours, like feel bad about it because your significant other like misses you or like isn't out or whatever. But I, so last summer, not this past summer, but last summer I was in Paris and um, my roommate in Paris, she, she had a fiance, but we're going to, we're going to brush past that. We are the same age. Um, she had a fiance. Um, and we always, like my friends and I like always like went out and then every, like every time like we'd come back, like she'd be in like the room, like FaceTime her boyfriend, like in the middle of the day, like, like she wouldn't come out with us cause she was her fiance. Sorry. Cause she was like FaceTime her fiance. Like she was always on the phone with her fiance. I was like, we are in Paris for five weeks, maybe like don't you want to like get out there and experience the city? Like I, I never understood why she was like attached to her. I was like, your fiance will be there in five weeks. Like I, like I promise you, like you could text him, like you could go out, you could have a good time. Like you don't need to be in this hot ass room, like FaceTiming your fiance about, I, I, I don't know. Like you didn't even have any fucking experiences. So I don't even know like what you'd be talking about. So I think, in that case, it like and I think is hindering goes, goes like kind of with another topic that I think about a lot. How like as humans we like need people, and like yeah, how we can work on needing our like relying on ourselves instead of always needing to rely on others because that sounds like a little bit of a dependency. Like she needed him, right? I mean, I don't. We we could sit here and psychoanalyze her all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite thing to do, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that was definitely probably part of the the issue but and like I think it's also difficult like especially coming from high school a lot of a lot of people come in with significant others from high school and then they break up within four weeks some of them some of them yeah I I would say honestly the majority of them to be honest well because we always described on my freshman hall like people's significant other from high school is like a security blanket oh and then once you feel comfortable right around now you put that security blanket down. Oh, I just got the chills. I, I mean, it's freezing in here, but yeah, <laughs> didn't get the chills from that. But <laughs> that's a good point. And like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever like really been with a person that I, I guess let's go twofold here. We're going to, the G word's going to happen in seven months and <laughs> we're all going to move to different cities. Stop. Just, do you want me to start crying? It's 10 in the morning. I cannot. <laughs> but, you know, when that happens, a lot of, some people will go with significant others. And I just think a lot about the impact of, you know, changing from your significant other and then moving to a new place and choosing to stay long distance or not choosing. And like, I mean, that's a topic we want to talk on the podcast about, like, you know, breaking up or whether friendship or relationship and like the impact of losing someone and you know, that's not today, but I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, I think a lot of people are scared to lose someone, and that's why sometimes people stay in those long-distance relationships. Right. Because you have such a connection with this person, friend or otherwise, but it's just, it's a lot. And it sucks because kind of all of our futures are, like, up in the air right now. So it's even more scary, I think, for us and like our position to kind of like think about our the future of our relationships and our friendships yeah and I think 
you know, being in a long distance relationship, friendship is a lot of work and you have to want it and you have to like actively every day choose that. And I think that's, that's like a choice. I think a lot about how people make choices and like, that's a choice. Yeah. And that's why it's hard to, when someone's, and when it's one-sided or someone's not willing to put in the work, like that's when you have to take a step back and be like, we should not talk. Right. And like reevaluate like what that person means to you. So yeah, (laughs) that was our shooting the shit. Yeah. If you have thoughts on this, you should definitely hit us up. I think it's definitely something I'm interested in, you know, the impact of codependency and being around, like needing other people and how that relates to long distance relationships. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people have been there. Um, so hit us up if you have thoughts about that, but just do your thing. That is it for this episode of Sorry, We're Open. Um, plug it, plug it, plug, plug it. it. Here we go. <laughs> so you should follow us on Instagram at Sorry, We're Open. Oh, I did want to do this. So every week we're going to start doing like a few things on the Insta, um, you know, because Jess marketing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Engaging. <laughs> so we're going to do something where we'll do polls that relate to the podcast. So last week, I'm going to actually pull up the polls and we'll talk. I think we should do a quick talk about the results. Oh, I think that's a great idea. So last week on the poll podcast, we talked about um, platonic friends and friends with benefits. And I asked on the podcast story, can girls and guys be platonic? And 80% of people said, yes, this exists. And like 100 people responded to the poll. So this is like a... That's a pretty, that's a pretty good sample size. Um... And, but that one was not the controversial. One. No, right. But I'm That's, just but I'm just saying what happened to those twenty percent of people. I wanna know. <laughs> if you think guys and girls can't be platonic, I wanna hear why. So the next one was. This one was really close. Wait, actually I really I really wanna say something on that real quick. Lesbians and gays do it all the time. That's what Lady said when I saw her in the library. And, but okay, but I could talk about that for a lady while, but go- I'm just saying Lady goes, Lindsay and I are platonic friends. <laughs> We are. We've yes. We're yes, and so, I'm platonic with all my girlfriends. We're anyway. platonic, exactly. So the next one was very controversial. If you hook up with your platonic <laughs> friend, can you go back to being platonic? And I'd like to point out, guys, that according to the poll, I won this argument. Fifty-four percent of people barely. Said, I don't care. I won. Fifty-four percent of people said, "Nope, see naked, it's over." We put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so I won. Okay. You're wrong. Um, and everybody, the 54 people who said that, you're also wrong. I'm right. So, every week we're going to do those on the story. Sometimes we'll talk about them if they come up with results like just winning an argument. Um, and wow. you should vote on them. <laughs> and you can do that on the podcast story at Sorry We're Open Podcast. Um, next week, we're going to have some, post fall break, we're going to have some fun guests. Um, got a lot of fun topics lined up. <laughs> Um, but all, as usual, if you're interested in being a guest, you should hit us up via the Instagram or you can text us. And yeah, I think that's all we got for you today. Alrighty. We hope you have a wonderful week and wherever you are and whatever you're doing that you enjoy it. Ditto. Thanks for listening. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>